0: The task of the modern educator is not to cut down jungles, but rather it is to irrigate deserts. The idea of magic, as C.S. Lewis brings up, magic and the sciences, he views as the same thing. Part of ourselves that partakes in the sacred, in the divine, that's what gives us any kind of power. That's the whole thing. It's like, well, where do you get your strength spiritually? There are no new words under the sun.
1: There are no new notes
0: I have left to hum.
1: Welcome to another episode of Unreliable Narrators, where we discuss media, literature, and the arts, and how they relate to Christ, the self, and the world. I'm Raymond Docapel. And I'm Sophie Glomperens. Today we are joined by Cynthia Chung uh, from Montreal, Canada. Cynthia is an editor-in-chief and co-founder of the Rising Tide Foundation. She's lectured on topics of Schiller's aesthetics, Shakespeare's tragedies, Roman history, the Florentine resistance, among other subjects. She is a writer for the Strategic Culture Foundation and a contributing author to the book series The Clash of the Two Americas. You can also find her on her substack Through a Glass Darkly. Cynthia, thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you for having me. Um, So the Rising Tide Foundation, I wanted to ask you a couple questions about that first. Um, So your mission statement, uh, first and foremost, is the enhancement of cross-cultural understanding and dialogue between East and West, and you're interested in facilitating greater bridges between East and West, and also providing services that includes geopolitical analysis, Research in the Arts, Philosophy, Sciences, and History. So today we're going to be talking about C.S. Lewis's Science Fiction Trilogy. Um, I've watched your three-part lecture series on the Space Trilogy, or Science Fiction Trilogy, as you emphasized, and really enjoyed it. So my first question to you today is, um, how, how did your organization become, or you specifically became interested in C.S. Lewis's science fiction trilogy? Because I've talked with a lot of science fiction and in- aficionados, and it's actually kind of surprising how little of them are familiar with, with C.S. Lewis's science fiction trilogy. So how does that kind of relate to what you do and about, you know, geopolitics and East and West and that sort of thing?
0: Um, sure. Well, For for C.S. Lewis, I think I'm uh, the typical case where I was introduced to the Narnia series as a kid, so I always had a really, uh, you know, a good um, impression and uh, sort of relationship to that writing, Um, and I only, you know, because Tolkien is a a bit harder to read anyway, um, I only started to read Tolkien afterwards, Um, and then I uh, was familiar with the, the Screw Tape Letters, and um, I was surprised myself. I actually only discovered that there was this science fiction series um, this past like January or something because someone had sent me a video from the Discovery Institute that uh, was basically referring to C.S. Lewis's that hideous strength and how it was warning, you know, way back in in the 1940s uh, where we find ourselves today. And I was completely blown away that I've never heard about this this series as well. And uh, I immediately started to uh, read them. And uh, I, I was, again, very impressed. It was a very different writing style. I had no idea that um, these were even thoughts that C.S. Lewis um, was, uh, was contemplating at the time. So it just added another layer of complexity to uh, the, the genius of C.S. Lewis. And in the sense of how this fits into uh, the Rising Tide Foundation mission, we believe that, I mean, actually, this is kind of the point of C.S. Lewis's that hideous strength as well, which I'm not going to have time to talk about the whole Merlin uh, element to it. Um, because there's just, it's such a complicated book that you would need a lot of time to go through these these things. But uh, C.S. Lewis is making the point in bringing up Merlin that there are two Britons, you know, there's the the better uh, side of Britain with the, the, the culture of uh, poetry and literature. And then there's the imperialist and also, you know, going in the direction of a scientific dictatorship that he sees. And these are like the two identities that, that Britain is uh, struggling with. And um, that's very much our view with the rising tide in terms of culture everywhere. Like, and, and C.S. Lewis makes that point that every. country.